Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you all for tuning in to Step Into Your Sunshine. I am Rachel Kudron, your host, the owner at Kudron's Curiosities Etsy Boutique and RC Copywriting. Today, I have a very, very special treat for you, a powerhouse of a woman and entrepreneur, and I would love for her to introduce herself. Oh my goodness. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. So I'm Leona Burton. I am a mom of six. Yes, a mom of six. Uh, I am a wife to one. I couldn't cope with more than one husband. That would send me nutty. And I am the founder and CEO of an organization called Moms in Business International. We support female entrepreneurs all over the world to help them be seen and heard and network effectively whilst juggling family life, which is wild. And I will tell you that her network is amazing. Moms in Business is the place that you need to be. So let's I'm start off this podcast. And what were some of the defining moments in your life that shaped who you are, Leona? Oh my goodness, what a question. Okay, some of the defining moments that shaped me to be who I am. I would say becoming a mom at 18 uh, was definitely one of the most defining moments of my life. Uh, something that was very scary, something that was very exciting, uh, but something that was completely unknown to me. So I had never had any experience with children. I've got no brothers or sisters. I had not really had access to lots of small children in my life. And here I was, me and my husband, well, he was not my husband at the time, but my boyfriend at the time, 17 and 18, with a brand new baby in a house that we paid for all of ourselves. And it was the scariest thing ever. Um, and now he's 19, which is crazy wild. And I have six. And so I would say that that was one of the most defining moments of my life. It really, it woke me up. It shook me around and it made me, it made me grow as a person. Okay, so let's dive into that. Is when you became a mom at 18, how was your support system? Were there people there to support you or no? Uh, my, my support system was very, very, very small and got smaller. <laughs> so there were people on the periphery that were supportive, some of them for their own benefit and some of them not. Um, but we didn't have a massive support system. Um, but it made us grow together as people and grow together as individuals. And actually my support system to this day is really quite small, but I deliberately keep it that way. You know, so I, I didn't have a massive support system, no. Oh, that's so hard. I would imagine that being young and having a child and not having the support system would be difficult to overcome and then not only overcome but expand to the growth that you've had now and the success that you've experienced now is really really admirable and really amazing so yeah I mean it was hard I mean it was really really hard and and people don't talk about the hard right <laughs> not very often and it, it was challenging and there were lots of difficult moments and and you know you have you give birth and you go home and you go home and you have no idea what you're doing 
you know, you know, unless you've come from a, a big family or you've got support system around you of people that are telling you how often a baby needs to bath or if they're crying, is it a real cry or is it just a cry or do they want you or do they not want you? Are they teething? Are they not teething? How much sleep should they have? How should you feel? Should you feel tired? Should you not feel tired? I just, I was like, I was so overwhelmed. I remember thinking, oh my goodness, like, what do I even do? And luckily, I'm very maternal naturally, obviously I have six. Um, and I learned and I evolved and I'm still learning and evolving. My goodness, I've messed up more than most, I'm sure. And I've been an amazing mum and I've probably been a terrible mum at times. And But part of that is all evolution. And I think you know, we're all just doing the best that we can at the time that we're doing it. And sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's not so much. And it was incredibly challenging. But I think young parents are really very quickly written off. Um, and they are dismissed. And they are told that they'll never amount to anything because they've had children young. And it's almost like a death sentence, you know. And it's just honestly, it's bollocks excuse my French but it is and genuinely it's you know what it does make life harder of course it does you've got a baby to look after and you know is it life going to be expensive for you and are you going to have less sleep yeah absolutely but you always find a way to navigate if you want it badly enough I just was wanted it badly enough I just wanted to have a really good relationship with my children because I didn't have a mum growing up. I didn't have a mum. I'd never had a mum. I never really experienced what it was to have a mum. So I didn't have any experience of what it it was to have a mum. Does that make sense? Or what it was to be a mum. So I just kind of had to navigate the choppy waters alone and figure out what I was doing along the way. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's how we got through. And you've done such a phenomenal job. It's very, very admirable to watch where you are now and your interactions with your kids. And when I was at your retreat back in February and talking to your daughter, Inna, it was incredible how the relationship that you guys had and how open and safe and supported she felt by you. We are very, very close. I'm very, very close to all of my children children and it's something is the top of my priority list like my relationship with my kids is number one there's there is nothing that comes above my relationship with my kids and that I make that very clear to everybody around me um and do is that right for everybody probably not but it works for me and it works for our, our household and it's something that I prioritize and I prioritize it all of the time and sometimes much to my own detriment and much to my own dismay um, and juggling six of them and six six amazing but spirited children that are I mean you know my eldest two aren't really children anymore they're adults but they're still my children and they're probably harder work as teenagers and nearly adults than they are as a baby because it, it brings a whole nother level of complexity but it's important to me and so I do prioritize it and I'm very very proud of my relationships with my children but it hasn't always been easy and I don't want to ever for anybody that's listening to this that's having a challenging time with their children to think you know but I don't have that I can honestly tell you I have faced some 
really difficult moments with my children and that we've had to navigate and one person will be pulling in one direction and the other person be pulling in the other but through communication and time and more communication and sometimes chocolate uh we've got there and I'm sure we're going to face things in the future but you know you just do what you need to do in order to be able to get through those moments that is such an important message for all of us to hear, for all the mothers that are tuning in or all, for all the women that are wanting to become mothers or are having a difficult time right now uh, in motherhood is that that is an important message. I want to go back to one of the first things you said was when your child was born and you had no idea what was going on. And I that triggered a memory in me. And I thought exactly the same thing I had no idea and when I was in the hospital I can remember this it's almost like it happened yesterday and I was trying to give my daughter a bath for the first time and the doctor was in they were showing me everything yet I, I turned on the water and I thought it was warm enough and then she started bawling and then I was bawling because she was bawling and I'm like I can't do this I don't know how to do this Thomas take her and I just that feeling like I had no idea and I think it's important for all the listeners as well to understand that we all have no idea even when you've had multiple children even if it's your first time like it's like oh my gosh just like this life is in my hands and now I'm responsible for it and you feel that like every single day I feel that so yesterday for example we had what we called Malia Fest and it was like a little festival here in Florida uh, in our in our garden for Malia's birthday and you know she was so we took her in the pool and she's trying to swim like she's only one today but she's genuinely trying to swim and I, I, I had a moment of her life is my responsibility I cannot I mean obviously I didn't let go of her but that all of a sudden that panic of she's my responsibility and she's my husband's responsibility and I can't let anything happen to her that was a like a a moment of I feel very responsible and my son he he's gone to Bangkok so he's gone traveling and I've had multiple messages and multiple phone calls all throughout the night to tell me where he is upon his journey I feel responsible for his life, even though he's almost 18 years old. You know, and you have moments of, what am I doing the right thing? Am I going to keep them safe? And part of navigating parenthood is to understand that you don't know it all and you're doing your best and to allow them to have some freedom and flexibility is also really important is you can't control everything forever. Absolutely. And I see a parallel in that mindset in business as well, is that when you're first starting out, from my own experience, I had this idea that I needed to know everything to actually get started. I needed to understand marketing. I need to understand copy. I needed to understand how to take photos, how what platforms to use, how to communicate with people, how to network. Like I felt like I needed to be an expert in every single one of those fields, or I just couldn't even take the step to start the business. And that was extremely draining for me because I was spreading myself everywhere and trying to get all of this information and yet going nowhere because I wasn't specializing in anything and I was only focused on knowing all the skills instead of mastering one and when you talk about that you don't know everything and you have to let it go or you have to ask for help sometimes and I feel like that is a parallel in business as well can you relate? 100% I mean you you don't and and the difficulty is you actually don't know what you don't know 
So it's only when it, it comes slap bang in your face, you're like, well, I didn't realize I needed to know this. Or how, how are you supposed to know this? Or how are you supposed to be guided through this process if you don't know what you don't know? It's exactly the same as parenting. Business and parenting, exactly the same. It's all about evolution. It's all about evolving. It's all about navigating. It's all about dealing with the choppy waters. It's all about understanding that we have a skill set but we also have holes in our knowledge and our understanding that other people can fill. And, you know, if you are a parent and you have grandparents around you that are able to impart wisdom or maybe it's good friends into your children's lives, absolutely, 100% bring that to the table. And it's the same with business. If you can surround yourself with people that have understanding that is different to yours, you should, 100%. Because you can learn from being in the room with other people. And for me, it's not about being in the room with other people that are just financially more successful than me, because that's exciting. But it's also, I believe that you can learn from everybody that you come in contact with. And even if they're not your people, it's understanding that actually in that moment, there are things that you can learn about yourself and the way you communicate with other people and the way you show up for other people and the way you show up for your clients by understanding that people are people and we have to navigate people in order to be able to become successful whatever success looks like for you as a person I agree and I I've experienced that in my own life where when I first started I didn't want to network at all I didn't think that it was a worthy skill I most certainly didn't want to pay for it and I thought what is the point of this it's just me selling myself over and over again and that's really what I truly thought networking was and what you have just said it's more about opening up your personal space and your mind to accepting what people are offering their energies their products, their stories, and their journeys, and taking all of that in and thinking, what can I learn from this experience? And for me, that's why trans networking has transformed the way I've looked at business. And also it has transformed my business. A thousand percent. I always say to people, if there's one thing that I recommend people to do, and, and I would recommend this before I had a networking business, right? So it's not because I want your money, but genuinely... It is always about who you know. It is always about who you know and who they know. Like, I've just been invited to an A-listers, an A-list celebrities launch party in LA for a product. And this guy, I cannot tell you who it is yet, but this guy has been on television and in film for maybe 25 years everybody every household in the world probably knows his name he is a massive celebrity and there is no way that I would have just got there without networking it's because I've been invited by somebody to go as their plus one and they got invited by somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody right and so people sit there and they think well I don't know anybody well you do because you have access to social media and you have access to networking events and you have access to people right go and sit in a coffee shop I built my business 10 years ago in a coffee shop I used to sit there with my daughter we'd go to Costa the the shops are available Uh, we'd go to Costa and we'd sit there and we'd have coffee and we'd have she'd have a little cookie or whatever it was and we'd 
sit there and I do some work from there and then I get talking to the girls behind the counter and the other people that came in with their children and and then I'd give them samples to my products and I'd talk about what I did and that's how I built my business I built it in coffee shops and online and honestly once you understand that you all you have to do is talk to people and and on scale of course because you know that's important but if you talk to people and you genuinely have a passion and and an energy for what you do that will come across in the way that you communicate that and your business will 100% grow and your life will be evolving consistently and not just from a business perspective but actually the richness of life and knowledge and experiences that you have that will change dramatically and things like I've been traveling the world for a long time now with my children full time and you know we're going to stay in an area that is an Amish community this weekend coming and I'm really excited because I don't really know much about Amish people. I don't really know much about their culture. I've seen a few things on TV, but, you know, I don't really understand it fully and I don't really understand what it's about. And I'm excited to go and learn about these people. I'm excited to learn about the community and how they live their life. And uh, am I going to become Amish? Of course not. But I'm, I'm, I'm learning about other people. I'm learning about other people's experiences and how they navigate life and I can do that just by going and spending time with other humans and and so can you and I think we downplay the opportunity that is right on your doorstep absolutely I have never heard such a true statement as networking opens doors tremendously and actually talking to people going in and having a conversation even if it feels a little awkward for me living in France and not having complete language development is challenging but just going and opening the door and saying okay I'm interested in this or saying trying to stop that conversation it's how I got my products in my first store because I was just talking to her do you have products and and it was in a broken Franglish because I haven't mastered French yet and but me being there she remembered me and mm -hmm. when I went to another city and I was asking about her uh, being in her store I wasn't able to because of different logistics but she then said well we have markets you know I'd love for you to be part of the market that we do and then getting into those and talking to the people around me and I was so proud of myself because recently I had started a conversation with the people next door to us in French which was one of the first times that I've really gone and sought out another person to have a long conversation with here in France and I think it is about all about who you know and who do they know and how do you align yourselves with them how do you develop relationships with them and so that they remember you and you remember them 100% 100% and I think we also often when we think about networking we think it about it quite selfishly it's like well what can I sell to this person in this moment and the reality is is the majority of networking isn't transactional quite like that it's it's a relationship build it's long-term consistent relationship building um and some people will buy really quickly and some people will never buy but they might recommend you to somebody if I look at my most interactive fans we'll call them because for want of the better word that's what they are they're probably not the biggest spenders the people that spend the most money with me are the people that watch 
what other people are doing. And they're the people that watch how other people are reacting and responding to my content, to the things that I put out, to my services, to my products. And, and so, you know, if I if I just dismissed all of the people that didn't buy from me, I wouldn't have a business. And and so people go into this with, I, I need to make right now cash. And I get that you need to make right now cash in order to pay your business. But right now cash doesn't come from you just immediately expecting people to buy from you instantaneously and playing the long game and playing the actually I'm in here to build a relationship and if I can help you great if I can't help you I will know somebody that can help you um and that's really really important to express is actually you know it's long term it's like your relationships in life it's a long-term commitment it's not just a flash in the pan Yes. I also think it's important to highlight the importance of a relationship. When you have a relationship, you also like and know and trust that person more. So when they present products or services, then you're more apt to be interested in those because you already know that they're a good person, that you trust the products or services that they're offering. And you're ready to take that next step with that person because you've already done the foundational work of building that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Life isn't Tinder. You're not just swiping left or right on humans. You know, it's 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 long term. Oh, that is a beautiful analogy. That'll stay with everybody who's listening in today. So I want to ask you next is what are some of the most valuable lessons you've learned throughout motherhood and being an entrepreneur? Listen to yourself. But there's the same motherhood, business, everything. Listen to yourselves. Give yourself the space and the time and the quiet, which is exceptionally difficult when you're a mum, but it's important. Even if it's five minutes while you're having a bath or whatever it is that you're doing. So listen to yourself and listen to what's going on for you is really, really important. Um, I think that that's one of the biggest lessons anybody can anybody can take um yeah yeah listening to yourself are you also talking about listening to gut feelings and intuition all of it all of it is really important so I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't just say to go on gut feeling because you could be having a hormonal moment. You could be experiencing a lot of stress and your gut is not quite pulling in the right direction. But I would say to build up a picture is really important. So, you know, pragmatic things like a pros and cons list, amazing. Like it's going to be there and layered with your gut. So layer it with your head, your heart, your gut, you know, what people are saying around you and then making a decision around actually what it is that makes sense to you is going to really, really help you. When I look at the most challenging periods in my life, it's because I've listened outside of my own self. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like it's, And I'm not just talking from a mentoring perspective. I'm talking from my friends, my family, my peers. And I've gone, "Mm, really? Like, "Mm, I'm not entirely sure. And I know that doesn't really make sense to me, but I've done it anyway. And then three months down the line, I'm like, why did I do this? Like, this is not for me. Um, And then it's a whole unpicking process, which doesn't, is hard and time consuming and costly and, 
can cost your finances. So yeah, listening to yourself is crucial. And this is the epitome of what this podcast is about is stepping into your sunshine is taking stepping out of the darkness and into the sunshine and being a light and throughout our experiences and throughout many men and women's experiences society your friends your colleagues your family have tried to tell you to be this way or do this thing or don't be this or too much of that or too little of this and then you're molded into this person that doesn't feel quite right and so when we step into our sunshine we're like no this is me this is this is all of me and i'm sharing my light and my experiences and my journey and story with the world Yes, and I think you can tell when somebody's in their own light. It's a, it's like it's attractive, you know. Somebody who is confident in themselves is sexy, and I don't mean physically sexy. I mean their energy is sexy. Like everybody wants to be around that person. It's not ego. It's a whole nother space of like I'm comfortable in being myself regardless of what it is that's going on for me and I'm working through some stuff potentially but actually I'm really good like I'm 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 in a place of knowing my own stuff and that you know those people when they walk into a room and there's not and it's unfortunately there's not many people in that space you can but you can tell when those people walk into a room they just have an aura oh yes 100%. And I remember just to reflect on you, so you can hear about the first time that I ever heard you speak was, um, so it's 2023, so it would have been 2021 um, in December, right when I was joining MEB, and it was at one of the scene conferences, and you got on to introduce everybody. And I remember thinking, this is the first time I had ever heard you speak, and it was via um, the internet. I was like, who is she? I want to be with her. I want to be in her circle. I want to know who she knows. I want to work with her. And I had made that decision instantaneously. And you weren't talking about anything related to coaching, nothing of that sort. You were just introducing the conference. And I was like, wow, who is this lady? I love that. I love that. But I think that that's right. You do, you, you are attracted to people who are who are just comfortable in their own skin um, holistically, right? And it doesn't, you know, and I don't want people to think, oh, but it's okay for you and now you've made it and now you're whatever. No, I not, not, it's not from that place because I'm always working towards something. I am far from perfect. I am doing my stuff and I mess up more than most, but I'm also comfortable in my own skin um and I don't just mean physically I mean energetically and I think that that shows in the way that I deliver and so I would want to encourage everybody to be comfortable in their own skin from a decision process i.e do you know what I'm really happy being a whatever and I'm really happy with having no children I'm really happy having lots of children you know all of the judgment that we face as women is like whatever if you're this size who cares if you're not this size who cares if you have large whatevers who cares if if you're happy and you own that 
own it. Like I'm massively into women just owning who they are. I don't care how you make money as long as you're a good person. I don't care whether you put filler in your face, plastic in your ass, or whatever you choose to do, or run around naked living in a hippie camp. Like I'm very much pro-choice. I love the fact that we have choice. I love the fact we get to decide what we live like. I love the fact we get to decide what our beliefs are. I love the fact that we get to decide what comes out of our mouth. I love the fact we get to decide what we wear. Like that's how for me life should be, right? And I might not agree with half of the stuff that you you believe in. But I'm okay with that. Like, it doesn't make you a bad person or me a bad person. It just makes us different humans. And I think there is something attractive in the fact that humans are different. And we can learn from each other. We can evolve. And we can actually layer up our thinking. And I'm I'm massively into debating. Like, I love a good debate because I want to test my boundaries. I want to test my human experience. I want to see things from a different perspective even if temporarily you know and I think that's really important and I I genuinely think as a human we don't do that enough we're very much you're this way or you're this way or you're this way and you're this way no why can't we understand and have a, a a mind built from lots of different types of experiences and lots of different understandings and I think genuinely if we approached if we approached life and business a little bit more like that, we'd be happier. And if the government themselves, whatever government it was, approached that from a, actually, let's understand people's perspective a little bit more, we would have less division. We would. It, as as a, a, a human population, there would be less division in the world. Yes, I agree so much with everything you just said. It, it is so so true and one thing that came up for me when you were also talking about um division and less division among societies is that I think of school if we had more of an accepting approach towards different types of people different types of learning different types of children it would also transform our educational systems across the globe a thousand that's the reason why I homeschool and the reason why I homeschool is that I mean you don't humans don't fit in a square box they just it's it doesn't make sense for 90 percent of people they don't fit in this box and if you and and when you don't fit in the box you get pushed to one side so if I look at all six of my children one of them fit in a school box and that's it out of all six of them and and so for me it made sense to pursue and allow them to be the best versions of themselves and do I agree with all of their best versions of themselves not all of the time no because I prefer them to be doing something else but it's not my life I don't get to make the decisions for them when they grow you know it's their decision it's their life it's their mistakes and lessons to learn it's their understandings to create it's their experiences to have and those experiences will mold them into more experienced and more well-rounded humans and when you're more well-rounded you do make better decisions so uh, along the process you have to have those bumps and those experiences in order to become the best version of yourself so absolutely I, I genuinely believe that as adults it is our responsibility to our younger generation to show them that they can be 
everything that they want to be and even if that's only temporarily because one day they've decided they're going to become a ballerina and the next day they decide they want to be a firefighter and it's like okay like you know is that the best decision for you I don't know but let's do it and let's see and let's evolve and you know I've got a lot of um interested humans around the fact I don't push my children towards university or college education but for me unless they've made a decision of I want to be an astronaut or I want to be a lawyer or I want to be a doctor for me it's like well do you want to go to university okay you don't because there's nothing specific that they wanted okay how can you earn money how can you learn some skills how are those skills transferable into other areas and then if you decide three years down the line actually I want to be a doctor lawyer whatever it is you need a degree for yeah let's do it but am I encouraging them to get a hundred thousand pounds into debt to go and study geography when they're not ever going to apply that degree to anything no I'm not and people might not like that but that's my belief system and my belief system is that I support my children to become whatever it is they want to be as long as they're good humans and that's such an inspiration because you do the same thing with your clients you help them become the best versions of themselves you say okay what do you want okay let's develop whatever skills are necessary to get there and then you let them fly and for me that's one reason that I was very attracted to you was like I want to know this lady and I want to work with her because uh, she is she approaches life and business in this manner and that has inspired me and I want I want more of that in my life and I feel like all of the listeners that'll be tuning in they will be who is this lady I want to work with her well I mean, and that's all I hope to do. I just, my, my, I see my job as helping somebody uncover their own light. And I genuinely believe that we all have it. It's just peeling back the layers because of conditioning, social media, media, traditional media, you know, upbringing, friends, family, whatever it is. There's so many layers put on us as humans And I get that, like, gosh, I have my own layers to peel back. But actually, if you start to uncover and pick away at all of that, you're there at the core. You're there. You know who you are at the core. You know who you are as a person. And a lot of the times we've downplayed who we are as people because of external whatever. It's like is it really important is it is it is it a valid thought process maybe but actually does it really matter is it going to hinder your progress no is it going to hurt you temporarily maybe but actually you're going to hold yourself back because you're fearful of somebody saying something that is ridiculous yes or no you get to decide and when you understand that actually that pain is temporary so well actually does it matter to me no you're not paying my bills I do, most of the time I don't even know who you are as a person and therefore stick it I'm gonna do it anyway and once you understand that when you when you say stick it and you have that growth mentality it's like actually everything I approach stick it to every part of my life what I want to wear how I speak how I turn up how I approach my clients how I approach my life how I approach my parenting how I approach my relationships And is it for everybody? No, but it works for me. And that's what's important. You've got to figure out what you want and a way and a path to get there for yourself that looks like it's going to work for you. And that's important for people. 
It really is. I find myself in the society as a general whole, and especially the society that's coming up, we live in this social media world where we're all comparing and all striving for all these likes and shares and uh, all of this subliminal experience and acceptance. And yet what the things that really matter is what, how do we feel? about ourselves how does our family or the people that are closest to us actually feel about what we're doing or what we're accomplishing or you know how do we are we proud of ourselves and we have to kick all of that social media and all of those very basic likes and acceptance from other people to the curb and say you know this is me and you know excuse me, but screw everybody else. This is what I want to wear. This is how I want to act. This is uh, how I want to be perceived online. This is the businesses I want to have. This is how I want to parent. 100%. And I think it's also understanding that we all have a past. Like I was doing a podcast a couple of weeks ago in Ibiza and I I brought up the fact that I used to work on a, a sexy phone line right hello and uh, you know and I was like I talk about that publicly because even though would I do it now no (laughs) I can think of other ways to earn money but that's part of my past it's part of my experience it's part of the things I did to make money to put food on the table and I'm absolutely okay with owning the fact that I did what I needed to do in order to pay my bills and I've grown as well as I was in my early 20s I was probably 21 years old you know 21 year olds that do wild things and so I'm not ashamed of my lived experience I'm not ashamed of the things I had to do in order to pay my bills it made me the person I am today so there is zero shame in my game would I change if I could have done something different absolutely I would but it's part of my experience and uh, my older three children obviously not my younger three my older three children know about it it's not a secret Uh, you know I say to them I work hard so that you don't have to do what I did right and if you choose to in five years time I probably am not going to be that happy about it but I'm not going to kick you to the curb I would rather help you make money in another way but I think you know a lot of us carry shame around what we look like or what we did look like or how we've spoken or our behavior in the past or you know our jobs previously or our previous relationships or something we said to somebody five years ago or how we've conducted ourselves and it's like yes I understand that reflection is important and of course we we want to evolve and we want to grow and we want to become something that is the best version but actually it is whatever it is and we've had those experiences for whatever reason how can we navigate the water going forward instead of looking backwards at all of the things that we didn't do so well or we're a little bit ashamed of. Yeah, it's owning your whole life and all of your experiences and your entire journey and saying, this is me. This is who you get when you work with me, when you interact with me, when you contact me, when this is me and I'm I'm sharing all of me, all of my experience. I have one more question for you, Leona, is what advice would you give to someone who is trying to find their path in life? I think, I mean, this is a great question, but it's a big one. I think we feel and our our conditioning for a lot of years has been we must have our life mapped out in front of us. We must know when we're going to have children, get married, buy houses, retire, have a pension, do wills, blah, blah, blah. And actually, the, the reality of it is, is 
your path will unfold you know and sometimes you look you feel like you're going one way and you end up in another and or you've planned for one thing and you end up doing something completely different and that is absolutely okay I have been totally devastated when I've had to walk away from something or been in a business or you know close something or change and navigate and then I look back six months later I'm like oh my gosh that was the best thing that ever happened to me so for those of you that have your whole life mapped out ahead of you that's amazing but for those of you who don't it's okay I would start with what do I want out of life what do I want that to look like what do I want the next five years to look like what do I want the next year to look like sometimes the next five years the next three years the next 10 years 20 years you're so far away you can't connect with it I don't know what do you want to do this year what's going to make sense to you what do you want out of your life where do you want to travel to if you don't want to travel don't travel if you want to grow a massive business grow one if you want a small business have one if you want a different job go for it you know if you want to change your body do it if you don't want to change your body don't do it like those types of things are incredibly important to understand that if you are next if you are thank you if you're not connected with the outcome you will not do the work necessary. And it is work. Like the reality is it takes work. It takes work to go to the gym. It takes work to sculpt your body a certain way. It takes work to grow a business. It takes work to change your job. It takes work to get a promotion. It takes work to have a relationship that you want to be in. It takes work to have a relationship with your children that you want so that you want to be around them and you don't want to hide every five minutes. All of those things take work and it's being aligned to the end goal that makes a difference as to whether you do the work or not. I just talked about the fact that most people are looking for external motivation. They're looking for external validation. We're looking outward instead of inward to what we have to offer. Now, I'm not, I get paid a lot of money to speak globally, but the reality is, is you go to seminars, you listen to somebody, you're motivated temporarily. Great. Awesome. Fantastic. But what about when you've left? And what about when you, the, your chips are down and when somebody says no or you get a continuous uh, you know series of knockbacks and frustrations and trials and tribulations in your life which by the way happens to all of us <laughs> right it's not just you it's every single person on this planet experiences challenges along the way don't think you're on your own because you're absolutely 100% not the reality is this majority of people aren't talking about them for whatever reason and that's their prerogative but I want you to understand that that's what it takes Wow. You have been so incredible today on this podcast. And I know that every person that tunes in will be motivated and they will be inspired. But just like you just said, what are you going to do after you've listened to this? What are you going to do? I Does it align with the place that you want to go in your life? Does it, are you reflecting on where am I and where do I want to be? If you're a business owner, where are you in your business and where do you want to go? What does that plan look like for you? And actually taking action after you're feeling motivated and uplifted and empowered after listening today. 100%. Leona, I want to thank you so much for taking time to be on Step Into Your Sunshine. How do we get connected with you? Oh, come and stalk me on social media, Leona Burton on all platforms. I was going to say on all planets. I mean, definitely. We'll go for all planets. All platforms, Leona Burton or Leona Burton official, you find me on social media. Thank you. Thank you so much to all our listeners. We have 
episodes going out on Mondays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. UTC time, 7 p.m. UK time, and 1 p.m. U.S. Central Standard Time. I can't wait to talk to you soon.